Welcome back to our uh, VChain Has NFT podcast with uh, Critter down in the bottom right. We got Braden down in the bottom left. And in the upper left, we have none other than Airworthy. And then, of course, myself from uh, I'm Tricky Boom from Non Fungible News. Uh, today's episode, we will be uh, talking about building community, successful projects, uh, what, what causes a project to do good, what causes a project to fail. But let's just start. How are you guys doing today? You want to introduce yourselves real quick, where you're from, what you're doing, why you're here? Sure. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Um, so I'm Braden, and I'm one of the co-creators of Va Dogs. Um I am originally from California, lived there my whole life until about a year and a half ago, and I moved to San Antonio, Texas, uh, and it was the best decision that me and my family uh, have made so far. Uh, it was an amazing decision, um, and, you know, we started War Dogs uh, about six months ago, I think, something like that, uh, July, uh, and since then, you know, been uh, trying to kick ass and take names and just keep going and keep building sort of thing. I'm Airworthy, founder of Ukiyo-e Warriors and um, co-founder of Ukiyo-e Warriors and ANA Arts, um, which is like a studio still on the VeChain blockchain. I'm from Provo, Utah, born and raised. Other than Utah, I've I've lived for a few years in Japan in a few different areas. I come from a music background, big hip hop head growing up. I've been making music actually releasing music for about 10 years or so and performing um, and uh, also bringing that a little bit into the project as well. Uh, right on. Uh, Critter Club. Um, I'm one of the uh, co-founders of Non-Fungible Book Club, uh, which hasn't minted yet. From California, the state capital, actually, uh, my whole life. Uh, spent some time in the Bay Area, a few years living there, but um, pretty much Sacramento my whole life. I guess I would consider myself like a indie or a, a amateur writer. Um, my whole life, pretty much poems, lyrics, short stories, books. Um, so that's sort of my background and kind of the perspective that I come from in this space. I guess if I were to if I were to like box it in. So we have writing background, we have filmmaking background, and we have music background, and. Uh, Kind of bringing a little bit of everything into the NFT community, which is what's needed and uh, what we're seeing all over the board right now. You know, whatever blockchain you're on, there's a uh, uh, big initiatives for for uh, you know bringing a lot more than just uh, monkeys and things like that onto uh, uh, NFTs and selling them. So, um, you guys, we'll start with you, Critter. I think you've been. Uh, been in this for quite some time you were minting v-punks back in the day what are you seeing that is causing a project to succeed and or fail and then you know you've been working on your own project for some time now but you pushed back the mint a little bit and um so what what is it that makes a project good versus not so good um well, you know, like we said, we wouldn't name drop and this really isn't name dropping because I think the community leader knows this about their project and it's V-Punks, what you were, what you were talking about originally. And I think, um, as you said, like I minted V-Punks, I'm a moderator currently for V-Punks, have been for over a year. And um, 
when a creator or a founder of a project is inaccessible, um, I've noticed that even when they're building incredible shit, like the V-Punks have, right? They have the first play to earn game and it's been rolling with staking and they were responsible for really a lot of firsts in, in the VNFT space, man. And um, despite his team's talent and, you know, consistency of delivery, him not being present, you know, in the discords, in the Twitter spaces, you know, sharing his stories and his process, which isn't, I'll say this outright, it's not his fault. Uh, English isn't his first language, right? They operate in Vietnam. Um, he's uncomfortable. Um, you know, they use a lot of Google Translator to talk to us, you know, through the Discord mod channel and all that. But as a community member, it's kind of funny because, you know, I'm sitting there watching them deliver, deliver, deliver. Um, but what I've noticed, what I've noticed is that because there's no front man, no front person rather, right? Um, it has created like anxiety and it's, it's created sort of a turnover in the community. Um, there's been groups of people that try to like galvanize a front face for the operation. I was trying to help be one of those people, but I think what it did really was confuse a lot of holders like, you know, especially when that front group kind of disbanded and diluted into the rest of the community and other projects, um, it kind of made the people that maybe weren't following B-Punks very closely, but were pretty heavily invested kind of go, damn, like they just rugged us, they left us alone. It's like, no, the original creator, he's still going, like he's creating new staking pools, uh, updating the game, creating new games, expanding into a marketplace and a launch pad for play to earn games here. He's not around though, right? And so um, for me, that was a really long ass answer. But what I'm trying to say is like having the creator be accessible in our space, being part of the community, not just someone that like steps off the platform to speak and then dis like disappears. I think that if I could say like anything that I've learned in like observing like VC and bread being that center person, right? Um, there's a, there's a really stark difference between the projects that have that front facing person and those that for whatever reason cannot or do not yet. That makes sense. Yeah, I think that makes good sense. Um, and you know, for, for people that have been around for a little while that have seen everything that V punks has built and continues to build, um, you know, it's, it, it's a little easier for us to, to go, you know, buy V punks and hold V punks for that reason. than then somebody that's just coming in new to the space, it's like, you know, first of all, somebody's going to come on a V chain and say, well, this punks thing is dead. You know, that crypto punks are crypto punks and, you know, and then they find, well, I can't even talk to the creator, the developer. Well, that's going to be hard to draw in, in new, um, you know, new collectors, new investors. But on the other side of that, you know, like, with those of us that have been around for a while, I mean, when the last staking pool dried up, uh, I think it was like the very next day or like two days later that the next staking pool was was open for for that. And so, yeah. you know, we see that kind of thing and that helps those of us that are, you know, around and know what's going Plugged on. Plugged in, yeah. I think that's a, that's a good point though, that, you know, being able to talk to the creator, which is, you know, you're readily available for non-fungible book club. 
Braden and Airworthy, you guys are readily available. Um, Airworthy, you're you've put out a couple of projects. You've been around um, for quite some time, also. Mm -hmm. um, what what do you uh, what are you seeing that works and what doesn't work from a creator standpoint? Like, what is the community like versus you know what what's going to be a slow go for you? Well. I mean, one of the first um, thoughts that I had was actually went along with what Critter said. Um, I, I noticed from, and and luckily this was something that I I feel like I, I kind of realized, recognized um, before we, we did drop our project, um, but really connecting with the people, with VFAM, with the people around, um, and not just the collectors, but also the creators um, the marketplaces, that was something that, uh, that I felt like we need to have a really good foundation, um, before we even drop something. Like I want people to, to be able to know us and connect with us and communicate with us. And so, um, actually I think I could be wrong here, but it might be like the first collab in, uh, in VG and NFTs. Um, but I remember I, I immediately hit up, uh, mad V apes, um, before they minted. And uh, I talked to them, you know, is there something that we can do where, um, you know, maybe we can use like one of my logos. We didn't even, I don't even know if we had like an Ukiyo Warriors logo yet, but I had my logo for my music that, you know, I had a few different, um, few different variations of like the Airworthy logo. And, uh, you know, it was, it was awesome. They were willing to, to put that on a couple of different traits. So you'll see like on the shirt and the hat. Um, and that was something that really... I think helped us a lot because I remember a lot of people when we started to kind of come out with our projects, you know, we started out with a couple small collections on world of V. And then as we were preparing for the launch of Ukiyo warriors, I remember people um, in, on Twitter or discord and, uh, and being like, Oh, that's, that's who it is. I was wondering what airworthy was. And so um, that was something that helped a lot because then it kind of started a little bit, you know, a familiarity in their minds. Um, and that helps kind of, um, you know, get them more comfortable with, with our mint coming up. Um, another thing that, that comes to mind is making sure that, you know, you're not promising too big of things. Like, even if it's something really, really small, but like, Hey, like we have this artwork, this is like one other thing. What the one thing that we, we definitely could promise from the very beginning is that we were going to do a book. Um, we have our author, Alex Porter on the team and, you know, he's had experience. He's, um, written a couple of books, has them published on like, uh, Amazon, I think. And, uh, I think he has like 10, 15 years of experience doing that. And so this was something that like, he was very excited about doing. Um, he also lived in Japan, you know, that's where I, I met him. And so he knows the culture. A lot of it is um, related to like Japanese history. So that was something that we could promise. Um, and there were a bunch of other things that we really wanted to do. And there were, you know, even times where it was like tempting, like, I want the community to know that like, this is something that we were probably going to do. But like, we just, we didn't know 100%. Like, we didn't know the cost exactly of certain things. And honestly, um, learned on the way as well, because one thing that I noticed that I would promise, um, and luckily it was a smaller thing. It wasn't like crazy big, but like were dates, were launch dates. And there were a couple of times um, that you may even remember even with like our, 
I think it even started with like our warriors and our yokai collections happened a couple of times where we're like, for sure, we're going to have this date. And it kind of took us a while to get to the point where we're like, let's, let's not even just, we can kind of give a ballpark, but no more exact dates or anything until like a hundred percent, all the art is completed, everything for it. Because turns out the artwork that Alias is doing um, takes more time than even he, he thinks sometimes there's been a lot of times where he's like, yeah, I can for sure do that. But uh, the amount of hours that goes in, that goes into every single trait um, takes, we don't even know how long it takes, just so long. But um, I think starting out just, you know, promising what you know for sure you have ready. Um, and then along the way, you know, coming out with those things that you think that you can maybe do, um, just making sure that, the, you know, and then that builds you know, they, that builds trust. And I think over this past year, we've had our ups and downs. You know, we didn't execute exactly on certain dates sometimes, but um, I think the community sees that we're not perfect. Um, I think showing that is okay, that you're vulnerable, you're not perfect, but that you're working on it. And uh, and like, you know, Critter's point, um, being present and connecting with, with your community. Yeah, I... Uh... We come back to that point. Yes, being present. But uh, yeah, what you said, because I've been as a, a collector for quite some time. And early on, I think when people were promising, you know, a date for this or a, a date for that or a price or, or an event or whatever, and they don't meet it, it took the project down just a little bit because, okay, they're promising something and, and you know, I'm not getting that on the date. Well, over, over the course of time being involved in this community in this space like personally i like to just jump into discord when things are going awry just to read all the comments because people are going nuts so you know well this was supposed <laughs> to happen and blah 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 you know i throw a popcorn eating meme out there here and there <laughs> you know kind of poke the bear a little bit but you know for me as you know somebody who's been around for a little while i definitely understand why people don't hit their you know, hit the mark every single time. And, um, but goes back to bringing in new people. Um, I've been in those discords when an event's happening and things aren't going right. Um, and I've seen people just walk away like right then and there, like, okay, this isn't going as planned. I'm done. So I think that's a great point. Um, promise only what you can promise at any given time. And, and, um, you know, even if you got to, just throw out a curveball every once in a while, like, Hey, we're ready. We're going, we're going tomorrow because, you know, maybe people aren't as prepared, but at least you're prepared for what you're trying to deliver. Um, totally. Now we've got Braden with the freaking success of the year, as far as, you know, project hype floors, pump and everything else. I mean, those war dogs, people love them. Um, what, what is it that you're doing that, is uh boosting your community so much and making everybody just you know love what you're building uh well i would say the success maybe of last year things have been a little bit slow uh this year but um you know it, it's 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 interesting because i was uh gonna say a lot of what both critter and airworthy said and so i think i'd like to build on a little bit on what they're saying and then i have a couple of extra things um you know, critter with the the present thing. Um, I completely agree. I mean, you know, we don't have to to beat a. I, I have a saying. I'm not going to say it. Uh, beat a horse 
Is that what it is? Beat a dead horse. We're not going to beat a dead horse uh, with it. Um, but I mean, I think that's an obvious one. And, and that's something that, um, that comes easy to, to us as a team and war dogs, especially for, I can't speak for anybody else, but for me, because, um, I, I just enjoy, like I'm addicted to the discord, you know what I mean? And I'm addicted to our Twitter and I, I wake up like, so I can hang out with our community. So that's something that, that comes easy <clears throat> to, to us. And, uh, and so, you know, that's, a, that's one of the checks in the box. I agree. I, you know, if you were to make a top five list, that's certainly one of them. Um, and then, you know, with Airworthy saying with the, uh, the no promises, that's a huge one. And I want to say that, um, you know, I think the dogs are also pretty good at this, you know, not necessarily the best, but we've been pretty good at it. And still we fucked up the exact same thing. It's dates, just like Airworthy saying. Uh, you know, you think that you're going to have something done. Um, uh, you know, I mean, Portal Dogs, our Gen 2, took six months. We thought that it was going to take like a third of that. You know what I mean? Um, because these things just take a lot of time and then, you know, setting them all up with uh, how they work on the blockchain, yada, yada. Um, but, you know, again, we that was something that we had the fortitude to be like, yeah, we shouldn't overpromise. We knew enough that you know, guys promising games and stuff like that was just, it just, you know, you can, um, it, it's, it's, you know, we knew that we, we weren't game makers that, you know, we knew what we were capable of and we're like, okay, so maybe we can make a comic book. Yeah, we can make a comic book. You know, maybe we can get this VC staking. Well, we'll get the VC staking. Um, and so I agree with that. And, and just a couple other things to add. I want to think, I want to say that, um, and, you know, this may sound cheesy, but, uh, you know, like the will to keep going, like tenacity is uh, is a big one because, um, you know, and we're seeing this VeChain wide. I don't know if it's like all blockchains, but it's certainly VeChain with, uh, you know, a, a slow months, weeks, whatever you want to call it. And, and you have to be able to, you know, get up, shake it off. Uh, you know, let's say you have a bad, bad sales week or, you know, not many, not much engagement uh, on the discord and, you know, put a smile on your face and just keep going. Uh, so I think that that's a huge thing. And that's not just NFTs, that's life, right? Um, <clears throat> so there's that. And, uh, and, and I think that the last thing I'll add until we, you know, talk about more stuff is um, transparency. Uh, honesty because like most people nowadays i feel like can see through some bs and uh and you know just the way that you know you talk with people um at least if you believe it at the time you know what i mean uh as opposed to just bullshitting people you know um nobody likes a bullshitter and and so i think that that's that's a crucial element too and i did think of one other thing what was it it's kind of similar Oh shit. Uh that was the bullshitting one. Uh timeout. <clears throat> cut, cut. <laughs> um, no, uh the uh the bullshitting and then um oh I remember what it was, and it's that um <clears throat> and this was this one's probably the hardest one out of all these things to do is uh is tact with people because we um you know, I don't know if it's, again, I don't know if this is VeChain exclusive. I'm assuming it's a Web3 thing, because I think that Web3 people are just similar, you know, when, uh, 
we all come here and with you know pretty similar personalities um it's that you know the ability to uh to handle somebody who's standoffish or you know just not on the same frequency as you and other people you know however you want to say that um that goes a long way too because <clears throat> you know i i at least i found that you know, if somebody's coming after us about something, you know, whether it's a big deal or whether it's asinine, um, you know, if you're just nice to them, they'll eventually stop, right? And uh, and it's funny because we were talking before, I'm not going to mention who it is, but we were talking before the cameras rolled that I, you know, I haven't always practiced that, right? Uh, I, I'm usually good. I think it's like 98, 99% of the time. I'm like, hey, that's your opinion, man. Well, you know, we'll keep going. But, uh, but yeah, I DM people, you know, I DM this guy who was getting uh, crazy with me and I'm like, hey, fuck you, dude. You know, so, um, it, you know, I, I don't always succeed in that, but I think like, as long as you're mostly doing that, um, you know, and you keep that the exception of the rule, uh, that's important as well. Uh, note everybody, maybe don't take your tact tips from Braden. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. But uh, yeah. Tact is definitely important, especially because everything that we do is in the public eye. You know, you, you see this stuff, you know, people are, are, are tweeting whatever their, you know, whatever their grievances are about a given project. You know, we've, we're seeing a little bit more of that lately. I, I feel that, you know, there's people disappointed in, in the way things are going. And, and right now we're coming off of a huge high. Like last month, there was about three quarters of a million dollars worth of that traded in the ecosystem and right now we're you know we were having fifty thousand vet day or fifty thousand us dollar days in january and now we're back down three four thousand i think a lot of people you know you're seeing it across twitter um are disgruntled um you know worried whatever it is uh, but yeah that tact is a huge thing because you don't you don't want that to be you know going around twitter that everybody's grumpy and mad and everything else in the v-chain community so if you can you know pull them aside in a dm or just um you know reply on their thread to you know lay some facts out and, and try to calm the nerves i've seen that lately too on the twitter where you know somebody made a thread about this and um you know there's a lot of people jumped in and were kind of calm the calm the person down and and kind of brought them back down to hey this is what's going on this is why we think it's going on this is kind of the general consensus let's just get back to square one why we're here um and enjoy it you know we're seeing a lot of people say take a break take a break take a break hit that mental health um do what you got to do and um you know that's Nobody's gonna uh, nobody's gonna fault you for for stepping away, um, and that's gonna help you with your tact. That's gonna help you with everything. So there's there's definitely a lot that that goes into that, and um, you know it's not always easy to not fly off the handle that one percent of the time. I mean, it's in us all. Nobody can avoid it all hundred percent. Just my advice to anybody would be to do it like Braden did so eloquently behind closed doors in the dms now you have to be careful with that too because there's people that will blast that all over the uh the social media as well you're not protected from from everything at any point in this web3 world so um 
let's uh let's jump into another topic of controversy here um sucking liquidity people like to uh you know people say well you're putting out another project you're just um you know you're sucking out liquidity because you're not managing your project's funds or you can't you can't hit your roadmap because you ran out of money so now all you, you know all you're going to do is put out another project and suck more liquidity out and i i mean everybody's got their opinion on that i mean if it's a good project i i don't mind um you know putting in more support i like collecting nfts i like supporting good people um but braden you guys have had war dogs and then portal dogs and airworthy you have had ukio warriors yokai in um kodama club kodama club that's right yeah. um kodama club is like low-key one of the best uh art in in all of vchain by the way i love the kodama club it's like my favorite shit dude those are those are pretty fun they're pretty cool so you guys have put out a couple collections i've seen i've seen fud go across about you know well war dogs is doing this or ukio warriors is doing this i mean you guys are seemingly transcending the fud and collaborating to put out a project with the two of you which i can see it and i can hear it already you know the you know what people are going to have to say about it but let's just hear it from the uh the horse's mouths what what's the inside of horse's mouths the what the dead horse's mouths. Well, yeah, you guys are still alive, I think. So, um, yeah, no, I mean, I'll I'll be happy to respond first, Airworthy, if uh, if you're yeah. cool with that. Um, you know, first of all, people are gonna fud you no matter what you do. People are gonna fud if you say good morning too many times. GM, like the wrong, you know what I mean? Like I, oh, he's just GMing. Um, and uh, and you know, I, I do think that that is certainly something to think about. Uh, obviously me and Gerg and the team have, you know, every time we think about coming out with something, that's obviously a thing that we think about. I think that there's a couple of uh, justifications to, to being able to do that. And, and one is, you know, are the, is the, the prior collection worth more than it minted for, or is it worth more than the people that, you know, are buying it um, when they bought it? If the answer is yes, then that justifies a lot for next collection, because at the end of the day, this is a lot of this is about money, you know, a lot of it's about community and a lot of it's about money. Um, and so, you know, when me and Gerd came in to the community before we minted or anything like that, um, you know, I don't I don't want to use the word toxic cut edit the, the word toxic out. But what I, I, I do want to say is I don't think that that is necessarily, I don't personally agree with that sentiment of that, you know, you can't, you know, mint more and, and this and that. Uh, at the end of the day, this is a business, A. Uh, B, if there's a good return on investment, and, and just for example, you know, this, this uh, Yuki Dogs thing coming up with Portal Dogs specifically, and this is for anybody specifically who's like, fuck War Dogs, right? With portal dogs, we so there's the portal passes and then there's the portal dogs. We gave away half of the portal passes. So in, immediately, uh, there are four thousand over four thousand tokens worth almost a thousand vet uh, that were just created out of nothing. And so the, those people who own those portal passes got that vet for free. Well, for holding war dogs, right? And so I mean that's an incredible amount of value when you think about it. 
Um, if you didn't have five dogs and you're mad, you know, maybe you should have gotten five dogs. Um, and, and, but, you know, I, at the same time, like back to tech, right. I get the concern, but at the end of the day, you know, we do have to, to move forward and more dogs. We are not a utility, like super heavy project, right. We're a community driven, hype driven, uh, ultimately a film company. And we've made no, you know, um, we've never tried to hide that fact, I guess. Um, so that's where I'm coming at it. You know, if you bought your war dog and it's worth more than you bought it for, you know, may, maybe give us some slack on the next one. Uh, now, you know, I know I'm rambling, but I'll keep going like into Yuki dogs, right? Uh, the only thing I'll say, and then I'll let everybody kind of address it, is that Yuki dogs started out different with, uh, you know, our intentions of being, let's launch it on Algo and, and let's bring as many people to VeChain as possible. That was always at the forefront. Uh, those plans fell apart and, uh, you know, now we're, we're launching on a V-chain um, and we're still going to do it. You know, uh, the collection 777, uh, we're not going to make that much money. I mean, you can do the math, right? 777 divided by how many people are on our team? Eight people or something like that. Nine, 10 people uh, plus handy. You know, we got to pay handy. It's not going to, we're not fucking even going to pay rent with it. So if you don't want to mint, one of the word one of the yuki dogs then don't mint one you know but what i can tell you is that we're going to try our damnedest to make it so uh, it's going to be worth more than you mint it for and that's not a guarantee but we're going to try maybe it'll be worth more well given the history of of uh what you guys have already done i would say that's a pretty good likelihood that, that will happen but um i mean only time will tell right Bearworthy, what do you? Uh, what are your thoughts? On right, I, you'll see me like respond without sound, is because I'm programmed to mute when I'm not talking. I should probably stop that. Here, I'm not muted. Um, sorry, uh, Shirky, you asked me. Just kind of. <laughs> yeah, you know, my, my side. Being being involved in the in the space for so long, seeing this fud about uh, you know sucking liquidity and more projects and yeah, everything. Okay. Yeah, so um, I think one of the one of the earliest kind of um, indicators that we weren't just in it for money um, was when we decided to um, cut the Warriors Mint a little bit short. Um, and this is something too that you know I, I think you know think looking back, um, it's something I've even thought about. Like oh, I don't I don't know if we should have should have done that but it wasn't ever really about the money it was it was just about um you know how the collection came across with its supply and everything but but that was something that we had in mind like our intentions was were we are going to um cut off the mint we don't want it to just keep running we kind of want to continue proceed with with our plans and everything that we we want to do and focus on you know marketing and everything like that um, and so our intention at the time, that's, you know, we're going to cut it short and we're not going to try, we're not just going to keep trying to get this minted out. We, we wanted to just go ahead with our plan. So a week after the Warriors mint started, that's when we cut the rest of it. Um, it was, it was pretty close. That That's where I kind of look back and I'm like, you know, I feel like we kind of maybe should have just kept it running and get those minted out. But anyway, with that intention in mind, um, you know, we, we wanted it to, burn the rest of them so that we can focus on the community, the holders that we had right then that 
um, have already for days, you know, been holding something um, while the mint is still going. So that was, that was kind of, I feel, I feel like at least that was, should be an indicator of like, you know, we're, we want to focus on the community now. We're not just trying to continue to get sales, like continue to get more money. Um, and then uh, a few months after that, we, we used quite a big portion of our mint funds to um, hire a animation studio that was, you know, we did a lot of research and um, we found one that focuses, focuses on, you know, Japanese animation. Um, it also, and, and that was something that we had kind of promised earlier on and um, turned out it is very expensive, even for, for a 60 second anime, which we did, which I think came out, it was somewhere between eight to $9,000 just to do that. We did do a, a mint on that. You know, there were three different parts that you got. And if you got all three, you get the full 60 second NFT, which does have utility in our, in our ecosystem. But, uh, you know, we definitely didn't even make any money off that. I think we lost money with that. Um, but I think uh, people can see what we have done. You know, if if you look at what we've done in the past with our funds, um, and what we're doing, you know, with our collections, I, I think it's, it's, at least to me, it should be obvious that um, we're not in, we're not here to just take money and just run. Um, and uh, there was one other point I was, I was going to bring up. Kodama Club um, was one that if you also look at the, at the mint price, there was, okay, the supply and the mint, there were only a thousand, mint price was 300 vets. Um, and that was something most of the vet that we got from that actually went to handy. Um, and this is something too, I remember what the other point I was going to make is that I think feeling out what the community wants, um, I think plays a big part in it. Um, I personally, I can't remember the last time anyone in our discord, um, any of like our actual holders, like people that are actually around and not just some random people with some like burner account Twitter names. Um, I can't remember the last time any of those people uh, brought up any, well, definitely not FUD, but even even um, concerns, which are totally okay. Like we want to hear your concerns, but about, you know, oh, you probably shouldn't do another collection or it probably shouldn't, it shouldn't be this price or that supply is too big. But um, I think that's something that we noticed, is, even with Kodama Club, it was exciting, it was cheap, it was a, a big reason for it as well, was kind of like a, a campaign, I guess, if you could say, to um, support Handy, because he's been in the ecosystem killing it with commission art, which is super cheap, by the way. Like, I was really surprised when I, when I started first working with him and finding out how much he charges for his artwork. And so this was a big way to, um, you know, get some some vet to him, which I, you know, we all felt, and I think our community felt that he deserved. Um, and, uh, and then, you know, following with that, with, with our yokai collection and what we've been working on with Kijo, because I personally, I, I do have those concerns sometimes myself, like, I don't know, like, is this, we're doing another collection, like, you know, it, are people going to just be turned off with the fact that, like, why, why are we doing another one? Um, or is that supply too big? Um, but I, I, I always come back to like, what is our community feeling and thinking? And it's, it's just been, people just want our next collection to come out already. Like they're already ready for it. Um, 
we're not ready, but, <laughs> you know, um, and I think feeling that out um, is also really important. Um, your actual community, the people that really carry your holders, like what do they think? Um, and, you know, that doesn't mean, and, and that like, uh, we don't plan to continue to come out with a collection every time. We do have on our roadmap a couple collections, but in the past few months, we've actually kind of adjusted with how we're going to do it um, without it being, you know, most of them aren't going to be something where you pay for. It's mostly finding ways to reward um, our community right now. But uh, yeah, hopefully that explains my point of view. Yeah, trying to find a way to, um, to reward your community, you know, nobody is nobody's making money right now like you guys both said i mean nobody's nobody's making a lot of money right now we're we're doing this because we believe in a future and we enjoy it we enjoy um what we do um so critter you are coming out with a project in well it's launching in less than two weeks i do believe so what is your perspective on this? Okay, so these guys have a couple projects out here, um, another one coming. Now, how does that impact you and your thoughts? Because you're putting out your first collection as, uh, you know, been in here in the VeChain community for a long time. How does that affect you? And, um, you know, what are your thoughts on that while you're in the midst of putting out your first project? Yeah, I mean... As these guys are talking, I'm looking at them and I'm like seeing all the value that they've created for the ecosystem in general. And I think that like, to me, that's what's okay. Like what kind of project for me is okay releasing further collections. It's ones that have that, like, are they creating new opportunity for their holders? I've seen that in both of these collections. Um, like, are they expanding opportunity or growth for the holders, right? and for the ip itself right like the intellectual property of the project like um i i think when you know when that those intentions are like aligned with the launch i have no issue with with further collections like i do i can see um without those elements though that yeah like this is a vacuum of of a liquidity vacuum but like i don't see that with the two projects we're talking to here and um, you know, as, as our project, how it impacts our project, it doesn't impact it in a way that's negative. It maybe inspires. So like, like the idea of expanding IP, right. Um, we think that obviously with our project, non-fungible book club, there's an opportunity to, uh, expand existing IP with and through partnerships with our project. Right. So like, we know that this ecosystem, you know, the profile picture collections, that's one avenue of expansion and growth. We think that like story lore um, and like multimedia can also be. And so that's sort of where Non-Fungible Book Club comes in and goes like, that's the impact it has. I wanted a project that um, could help support um, what Braden said, which is like, these are businesses, right? And, and they need to create and sustain revenue. And if they're going to create art for their holders in the form of story or Airworthy's music or the books or the comics, like we think that there should be um, a place on VeChain for, for that expansion to occur, right? So like, that's the impact that we have from our project. I think I could speak for my team. Like 
um, we know that there can be other ways as well to do what, what Braden's talking about, which is very important for the holders as well to, to keep revenue and growth happening in a project. Um, so yeah, and like in the roundabout and just, you know, kind of backing up a little bit, maybe this answers your original question, but I'm also looking at the board, like you three guys here, uh, um, and I don't just see your your guys' projects, right? I don't just see Okia Warriors. I don't just see War Dogs. I don't just see, um, you know, non-fungibles. You guys as creators, for me, are, it's easy to invest in you guys because you have so many skills and talents like outside of just the projects that are amazing projects, right? So like, again, if, if you need um, to expand capital to grow that into filmmaking, Braden, or you know, your music or the book are worthy. I mean, like, I see no problem with that. When it becomes a vacuum of liquidity, when not shit's coming out of it, sure. Like then I'll, then I'll say that's a problem, right? <clears throat> yeah. Uh, I'm sorry, Tricky, if, if you were going to say something, but, uh, you know, I, hey, dude, I, I appreciate that. Uh, I agree with everything that, that you're saying. And I do like a little bit of a tangent I am more excited for non-fungible book club than any other new project, uh, especially from um, the last you know space that we were on. Uh, I, I talked to Gerg. This is an alpha drop. If you weren't on the space, I can't even remember. What, maybe Thirsty Thursdays. Um, you know, if you'll if you'll have it, me and Gerg are going to because we're making a comic book, and in the comic book you have to be kind of brief, like you know the way that the words you know there's only so much page, right? Um, that but we have this whole backstory for the War Dogs universe. Uh, you know, the War Dogs is a very transmedia style property that we've we've created. And, you know, you're talking about that a little bit, that we want to make, uh, you know, an audio book for, you know, in collaboration with uh, Non-Fungible Book Club and and have Gerg narrate it, you know, as, as the dogs. So we're going to do that. Um, and that's, you know, again, this is like something that we, and this is kind of back to what everybody was saying, like way back, is we're gonna, you know, there's all kinds of stuff that you do that comes up like, yes, we can do this. That's not necessarily on the roadmap, but that does add value. Um, and so that's gonna be one of them. And then I guess I have a final thought on this whole thing, you know, kind of bouncing off of Critter. I, you know, I agree with everything that you that you said, man. Um, but, you know, I'll ask the people, the, the people who do care about, you know, sucking the liquidity out. If you're a VChain holder, and you're worried that you know further collections from people are just sucking liquidity. Um, try and think about it in a different way, right? So if you do think that one day people are going to come to VeChain, like we all think that, right? That eventually, you know, VeChain will be worth 20 cents at least, whatever, 25 cents, a dollar, you know. Um, and and then people are going to come, and the NFT community is going to blow up. Would you rather have 90 projects, you know, like that, uh, and, and you know, half of them are rugs, or would you rather strong communities have like a few solid ones that people can buy into? Uh, pump your backs, like think think longer term than just right now. You know, oh shit, like you know, my war dog is going to go down down a little bit if these guys come out with Yuki Docs, you know. That's a great point, dude. Great perspective, dude. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I think um, that is a, a really good perspective. You know, um, we we want to uh, bring more people in, and yeah, you support these good projects. It's going to help get the uh, 
the word out on a larger scale that, um, you know, these guys have been here for a year, been here two years. And yeah, they put out four projects, but guess what? Their community is huge. And when I see, and a lot of us see these floors go down, like, yeah, we saw V Kings pump up to 15 K. We saw war dogs pump up to 4,500 or so. <clears throat> um, and the fact that it's, you know, floors have gone back down is just like people see the uh, macro crypto market. It's a, it's a time to, it's a time to um, get into these projects, you know, and it's, it's interesting that, you know, you can get into all these different projects at different price points and say, I want to go buy a uh, war dog now that the VC marketplace indicates whether they've been portalized or whether they've been not portalized. Well, I'm more likely myself to buy one that has been portalized because I see a future in the project. So to me, it's not necessarily the ability for the uh, the hype, the here and now to be able to portalize it where that holds its own value. But I'm more likely to look at the long-term value. Same thing with like World of V Genesis. I've been buying up Genesis cards that have been claimed for every single collector card um, because they're cheaper but I know that they're going to come out with more collections, more sets to collect here in in the future. And I think, um, you know, I think in short, what it all comes back to is that simple, stupid hashtag of D-Y-O-R, do your own research. And we're, you know, this year is going to look a lot different in the, I think, in the crypto nft landscape as a whole than it did last year you know but especially for v chain because i mean last year every tom dick and harry was launching a project uh with the promise of this that and the next thing well i think people are a lot more um likely now you know we're, we're all rooted here we're gonna to a degree be able to see the bad actors as they come in a little bit better than we've um been able to in the past i think as a whole and one thing I was going to say too, um, you know, guys like the four of us and, and um, you know, so many different people, we're all talking behind the scenes every single day on collaborations and everything. Like our projects not only, you know, are helping ourselves, but we can perpetuate one another. Like, for example, Non-Fungible Book Club, I'm going to go mint you know, however many non-fungible book clubs I can for holders of my non-fungible book club collaboration piece within non-fungibles. I've given away war dogs and um, we'll have like an Ukiyo Warriors package to give away too. And and I think, you know, that's something to be said too, you know, not, not to say I'm a, a big player or a small player, but I'm working with everybody in the space to try to benefit everybody in the space and you'll you know you'll notice that that there's you know these little maybe little groups of people that you'll kind of see from afar working together on this stuff and then you you get to looking at their kind of track record their history and you know like non-fungible book clubs a perfect example been here for a long time minted a buttload of v kings and you know wrote in a pretty good article um what was that like last fall or something you were you wrote a nice article about uh, investing in in V Kings and in V Chain and everything. So, you know, I think uh, I think as a as a community as a whole, we're maturing, 
to, you know, to the points that you guys are all bringing up here. Um, and yeah, I think if everybody just does their own thinking, if everybody does their own um, research to the best of your ability, because, you know, we can't weed out everybody. Um, but yeah, I, I, I agree with you, Critter, 100%. I, if they're, if they're putting out a good project and their history has already been good, I don't have any problem, any problem investing in them for uh, future projects. Well said, man. Yeah, uh, you know, I, I think that another project that I'm, I'm a huge, like super bullish on MBA. Uh, you know, it's probably a controversial thing to say. I love MBA. I love the team there. Uh, Leo's my boy. What's up, Leo? And and for example, you know, they're probably the number one example of projects after projects. But a every all those things, all those projects are worth more than you got them for. And B, they're doing something very cool where, you know, I'm sure most people know this, but where you burn one of each collection, except for I think it's a new one, and you get like a dope, you know, new eight, right? That's really smart. Um, and so, you know, I think th those guys are doing the right thing. They're they're listening to, you know, uh, their their community and then they're they're pivoting in a, in such a way that I think is is good. And then one more thing I want to say, uh, not to beat off a dead horse. <laughs> That's my line. Cut. We're cutting that out. <clears throat> um, not to beat beat a dead horse, but um, you know, you know, back to the to I'm you know I'm speaking to VeChain people here who you know with the liquidity thing. Uh, VeChain has no liquidity. When when you look at the the charts, you know, we did have a pump uh, recently. That insane pump was started. I don't know if a lot of people know this by two guys. It was started by two whales that aped into VKs. Um, and, you know, they were, they're, you know, one of them is, I think, a little older in the community, but then decided to ape in. So that's how small our liquidity is. You know, the amount of money that's going around is that two guys started a, a bull run uh, that was, you know, with $50,000 a day. That's only two guys coming in and spending, you know, uh, I don't know how much they spent, you know, probably 15, 20 grand each, something like that, right? I don't know, maybe less. Um, imagine uh, more than that. Imagine more than two guys. Um, and that that's what we're all working towards, right? Absolutely. I think the, the four of us at least see the the potential in the future. And, um, you know, I, th I think it's great. All right, final parting words for the listeners and or viewers what to look for what not to look for i'll go first i think uh you know to sum it all up everybody brought up great points but um you know look for transparency i think is the the thing that i'll end on um you know whether uh whether somebody's telling you the truth or not you know again i i feel like i don't know if it's because we're in a simulation we totally are in a simulation but I feel like nowadays it's easier to like, it, maybe it's just me. I, it, you know, as I've gotten older, it's easier for me to see through bullshit, but I feel like that's a, a thing a lot for a lot of people too. Um, so, you know, if somebody's transparent and they're working hard, uh, you know, I'll bet on uh, that guy more than, you know, somebody coming out with like a master plan and, and, you know, all this stuff. <clears throat> and then they, uh, you know, they're, they're jerking you off about whatever. Right. 
airworthy? Um, yeah, I would just say, you know, is the is the creator, is the founder of this um project someone that you can really get to know? Like are they are they around? Do you see them tweeting almost every day on Twitter? Are they in the Discord every day, at least a little bit, answering people's questions? Um, you know talking about the project are they in other twitter spaces um promoting their project like are they are they taking the time and effort to go out outside of this community like i i think you you can see you know um just by their their work ethic and their passion for the project like are they really trying to get the word out are they there are they present you know, I think it's just, it's a lot of things, a lot of little things, like Braden said, you know, being transparent and open, but I think just, uh, I think it's just so important to, you know, are you able to really know this person and, you know, have they been around? I think those are important things to look for. Yeah, no, great, great points. Like doubling every, everything these guys just said, but, um, yeah, I mean, in addition, like, are they available, which is what Airworthy was touching on, right? The creator meaning, uh, or like the team behind the project. And then the only other thing I might add is like, what is their value um, beyond the product that they're putting out? Um, like I explained, like looking at all of you guys, there's value that's outside of your projects. And that's for me, um, it's sort of like who I'm investing in versus what I'm investing in. And um, so, yeah, I think the availability of the creator feeds into that because you can see that when you know about their lives and what they're into and the uh, what they're capable of, right? Um, we're investing in people, like make no mistake about it. And if you don't believe me, man, go check out what happened to Vigos and Pixel Puffs at, at launch, right? So... Um, yeah, I think the availability, but, you know, assess, uh, assess the value of the people behind the project too. Well, right on fellas. Thank you for, uh, coming on today. Thanks for weighing in on the topics and, uh, to our listeners, join us back next week for, uh, another talk with a different group of individuals because we have had enough with these ones. So, uh, thanks everybody. See you soon.